Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Uh-huh. Such a beautiful little crunchy distortion uh-huh. and all that. That, my friends, is a Supro Thunderbolt amplifier. And if you buy one, you'll sound just like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll sound like you coming through a Supro <laughs> Thunderbolt. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. You know how when we get a new affiliate, I normally make a big deal of it? Yes. We've had a new affiliate for close to a year, and I just learned about it today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking at the PRX Network. And those of you who are listeners, if you'd like to hear the entire show with all the music intact, just simply search PRX Network Rock school. Yeah, it is weird when you only hear one blip of the song. You we're, know that. We're right? following BMI rules. I know. So I go and I look to see if there are any new radio stations that are checking us out. And, and? I saw these calls letter uh, call letters. KRSC ninety one point three FM. They're out of Claremore, Oklahoma. I find I go to the website and I find who's in charge. Kathy is the GM, so I give her a call and I say, hey, Look, I see you've downloaded a few rock school shows. Yeah. You want to become an affiliate? She calls me back about an hour and a half later, and she says, oh, yeah, should have said something. Um, We've been running your show for close to a year now, so we have an affiliate that I didn't know about. They call themselves RSU Radio. They're out of Rogers State University, once again, Claremore, Oklahoma. So, ladies and gentlemen of KRSC 91.3 FM, welcome to the Rock School Radio family. Yes, indeed. I think that's 22 affiliates now. Ladies and gentlemen, nice. how about that? I built an amplifier. Yeah, you did. It's sitting right there. I, I want to sell it. I call it the Mojo. And the amplifier, if it, it's radio, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the Facebook page, which is simply go to Facebook and search Rock School Radio Show, this coming Thursday, I will put up uh, the new post, and I'll put up pictures of the thing. Oh, I'll, it's really cute. I'll probably put it up on the website as well, which is southeastern.edu slash Rock school. Now, here's the thing. I build it for one reason. Revenge. No, but that's it's best served sweet. The idea of watts makes guitarists go bonkers. My amplifier is 50 watts. Well, mine's 100 watts. Well, mine's 600 watts. Mine's 10,000. I can pilot the shuttle from my, my amplifier. Here's the thing. I played in a band with a guy named Bill. And he had a Vox amplifier AC-15. Now, if anybody knows anything about amplifiers, the reason there's a number 15 is because it's 15 watts. 
One five. Sitting right down there is my stage amplifier. Uh huh. It's a Fender. It's a hundred watts. Well, you should have been blowing Bill off the stage. That that's what I thought. The yeah. I, I I should have been so much. But he was always able to cut through it all and always seemed to be stronger than me. Now a lot of people are going to go. Well, a Vox amplifier has got you know enhanced mids and all those kind of things. No, no, no. Just simple loudness. He could do it. How come I had a hundred watts? Mm-hmm. Bill had 15, and he was beating me. Don't mess with Bill. I think that's the reason the song was written. So what I decided to do was figure out why that is, and I learned so much about amplifiers and watts and ohms and what have you, and I figured I would just simply explain this to you today. Why watts are this? Why do we care about watts? Why all this thing? And hopefully those of you who are guitarists or anybody who uses an amplifier, I know nothing. I'm going to tell you everything that I learned, and it is mind-numbingly goofy. And again, I'll put up pictures of the amplifier. I now have something that runs at 20 watts and will blow your ears off. But what you going to play? Ah, well, I'm going to play songs from bands that use very famous amplifiers. For example, the Marshall Super Lead 12,000 series with the Marshall Plexi 100-watt head. Who in the world would play that with who else? Eddie Van Halen. So we're running with the devil here on Rock School. Out of Van Halen and the Marshall Plexi. By the way, called Plexi because the little plate in the front yeah. is not anodized aluminum. It's actually plastic, which sets it aside. Oh, and okay. And guitarists, that means something. And it was so loud. I think it went to 11. <laughs> it did not. But I thought it went to 11. I liked it. I built an amplifier, Mm -hmm. and the thing that got into my head was this guy with 15 watts. I had 100 watts. I'm supposed to be blowing him off the stage. Right. In order for me to start building the amplifier, instead of simply just, I'll, I'll grab three really big speakers and I'll grab this and I'll grab that, I had to make a point of learning why you would buy these things. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. We're going to talk about electricity, but we're only going to talk about three things. Okay. okay. And if you can think about electricity as plumbing, 
rather than electricity. Okay, the so it's idea, got to flow. Right, the idea of pipes. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a long pipe oh, and it I ends. Love pipes. Or the water goes everywhere. It must be in a circuit. It must. The water must be able to flow and, and, and all those different things. Now, we're interested in three things. One is voltage, and we already know what the voltage is because we're going to plug it into the wall. Okay. So that's 120 out of the wall. So we know that. Now, here are the other two things we're interested in. Watts. Which people, you know, they throw the word around watts like nobody's business. And also something called ohms. Okay, so what is all of this? Voltage is just simply the amount of pressure that's coming. Think of it as water. It's the amount of pressure coming into the amplifier. Okay. Or the light bulb. Or the whatever you plug in. Okay? The ohm is equal to the resistance. So think of it as the size of the pipe. Okay? How much oomph does it take to make that speaker and how much resistance is that speaker giving you? Okay. Thus, if there's less resistance, the speaker moves very easily. If there's more resistance, it doesn't. You need a bigger punch. The problem is the one that, you know, will let sound go through easy is also more easily hurt. Does that make sense? Oh my. Bigger, beefier. All right. And then a watt. What in the world is this watt? I have no idea. It's simply the voltage and the ohms and the amount of energy created by two of them, the two of them together. So you think to yourself, if you've got voltage, and it's the same for everybody, and then ohms, you would think if you have 100 watts, you're throwing more, so it's got to be louder. got to be bigger coming out the other side, right? The problem is that it's, it's it's the same thing as when I used to teach computers. Guys would say, I want this bigger computer brain. I want the new, faster computer brain. And I'd always say to them, well, how much hard drive did you give it? How much uh, memory did you give it? You can buy the bigger, 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 bigger brain, but it's like putting a boxer in a closet. If you don't give it memory and you don't give it hard drive, the big brain can't work. Okay. So it's the same thing. If you buy an amplifier... And then hook it up to speakers. How big are the speakers? Yeah, how big are they? How much are they working? Are you putting a boxer in a closet? Or are you giving this signal, these watts, a place to get out? And are you allowing them to fully, how do I put this, to fully realize the entire watts? Or are you choking it off? And that was the thing that when I started reading all of this, made me go, oh, oh, Did I, you get see, it? I see why 15 watts can be louder than 100. So it made sense in your head? Yes, it did. And I'm going to try to have it make sense in <laughs> your head. Okay. So voltage, ohms, watts. Don't worry about voltage because we know it. It's 120 out of the wall. Gotcha. We're going to talk about ohms. We're going to talk about watts. Yeah, that's a little fuzzy right now. But we're going to come back. I'm going to give it to you one more time. We're just playing songs with really neat, well-known amplifiers. The Dumble Overdrive Special, where am I going to hear it? All the way through Steely Dan. Mm. Larry Carlton was their guitarist on so many sessions, and when you hear him, he's coming through the Dumble. Here's Josie on Rock School.
about building my own amplifier today. Okay. Three things, voltage, ohms, watts. Right. Okay, we already know the voltage, it's out of the wall. Okay? Exactly. We're worried about watts, which is simply the amount of pressure, the amount of electrical punch, and that's what moves the, the amplifier speaker. But you also have this idea of ohms. I tried to use the metaphor of a computer, whereas if you just keep buying a bigger, bigger, bigger brain and put it in the computer, the CPU, but you don't give it enough uh, memory or hard drive, right. it's a boxer in a closet. I got There's you. not much he can do. Yeah. It also was when you were still buying audio equipment separately. Remember when everybody wanted a Pioneer or something? Oh, because, yeah, absolutely. Right, these components. Or Sony, uh-huh. What would happen is people would buy it so piecemeal, they had it in their head, I'm going to buy this huge 100-watt amplifier, you know, th this thing that would drive the speakers, right. the amplifier that would drive the speakers. So what they would do is they would not look at the numbers, and they would get a 100-watt amplifier and then get like 50-watt speakers. Now, will the speakers run it? Sure. But you've got 100 watts going into something that's rated for 50 watts. What's it going to do gonna to it? It's going to choke it down? Oh, it's going to blow it up. Oh, it's going to blow it up. It literally mm. can blow the cone right out for of it. For real. So you are concerned real simply with matching up the numbers, but not only matching them up, and this is why the 15 watts can get so loud, matching them and giving it a place to realize all the watts. So let's let's talk about that. Okay. All I built was a cabinet mm -hmm. and then put two speakers into it with a real pretty grill cloth, which yeah. is actually the Burns Tartan. I'm, I'm from Scotland. Uh, so yes. it's got the Burns Tartan on the front. Right. The thing is, I, I got a hold of this little, this little uh, head. It's got a tube in it. It's for, uh, by a company called Joyo. And it supposedly is the Eddie Van Halen 5150 circuit. And I bought it. And it's 20 watts uh oh so i needed something that would run the 20 watts okay so think about it for a second if i've got something that's 20 watts mm -hmm. how big a speaker would you buy hmm? how big a speaker would i buy think about watts how big a speaker would you buy 20 if it's 20 watts doesn't that make sense that, well that's doesn't what that i'm seem thinking to make sense am, am i wrong it seems to make sense Did now I, uh, could you hook that 20 watt speaker up to that 20 watt amplifier you bet would it work? You bet. We haven't gotten into ohms yet. But would it work? Yes. Could you realize all 20 watts? Yes. Really? No. Or at the point of it. Let's say you wait, take... Wait, wait. What do I say? Let's say you take a piece of audio and you run it into something, mm -hmm. but you keep cranking it up and cranking it up and cranking it up. It's going to distort, isn't it? It is, eventually. So if yes. I have a 20-watt amplifier and a 20-watt speaker... Yeah. It's going to sound good till about... 20 or 18, uh, 19 something? Think about, think about a dial... Uh, okay, 15. An, an attenuation dial of 10. It's going to sound good to about 5 or 6. What? And then you're going to start pushing the speaker farther than it will go. Oh, this is, this is way too complicated. Okay, I'm just going to tell you what I did after this. Okay. okay? What about the Fender Showman Blonde Brown Face? What? Who is that? That's Dick Dale and Mirsalu. Here on Rock School.
Okay, coming into the first break, back up just a little bit. I had a guy with 15 watts that was killing me and I had 100 watts. So what I did is I bought this little 20 watt amplifier by a company called Joyo. Supposedly the Van Halen 5150 circuit. Is it? No, but it's their approximation of it. Joyo also makes a series of pedals where you step on the pedal and supposedly now it sounds like a Marshall. And does it? uh, They're pretty good. I got to tell you, the reason I wanted it so bad, the Joyo Mm -hmm. so bad, is because they're clean sound because I want to run an acoustic well, guitar Well, you jumped it. up and down the day it came in the uh, in the mail or it, UPS. It, it reproduces clean sounds very well. I don't do a lot of distortion through it, but 20 watts. Mm-hmm. Could I have purchased a 20 watt speaker and just hooked it up? Yeah. You bet. Would yeah. it have worked? You bet. Could it have realized the amplifier's full 20 watts? Yes. <clears throat> yes, but look, once you crank it up so far, you begin to get to the end of what that speaker can do. So you're going to start to distort at the end. Will you hurt the speaker? Maybe, maybe way at the top. And if you keep blasting on it. Isn't that a sound somebody wants? Of course, of course. It's it's also the reason, and that's a nice little thing that you suggested there. It's also the reason so many foot pedals exist. Right. Can you make distortion with an amplifier? Yes, of course. The thing is you got to crank it and you're going to hurt it after a while. So why not invent a pedal that does that without hurting the amplifier? You know, could you could you make a phase or a flange? Sure, just spin the speaker, but that's going to wear out after a while. Why not create something so the speakers and the amplifier is safe, but you still get the sound? And it's not going to wear out? Mm, you know, there are still amplifiers out there from the 40s nice. that people use. So could I have just bought a 20? You bet. But I would be better if I bought a 40 or a 50. And the reason is because then I could take that that amplifier, the little Joyo, I could turn it all the way up and there's enough guts in the speakers to realize all 20 watts without distorting because it's bigger than. So there. Now, does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Right. So I bought a couple of speakers that are rated for, I think, 75. Uh. Yeah. It's loud. Ask me why I did it. Why'd you do it? Instead of buying 40s. Ask me why I bought those. Why you did it? Why'd you do it instead of buying 40s? They were on sale. Oh, good. (laughs) I love cheap. I didn't want to Cheap wins every time, doesn't it? Okay, who's new and listening to us? Who is it? We got a new affiliate, KRSC 91.3 FM, RSU Radio, Rogers, State University, Claremore, Oklahoma. I want to go there. You hear me saying it in disc jockey? I like it. I like that. Drop the voice. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener, you hear this little thing going on right now, this this music bed that goes on for a minute, we do it twice during the show? This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the Rock School radio show, please have that person give us a call, 985-549-2330. Once again, 985-549-2330. You can sponsor the radio show, you can sponsor the podcast, you can sponsor both as other ways of doing it so call that number 985-549-2330 and talk with rachel or you can talk to todd if you really want to talk to todd for some reason but rachel's really who you want to speak to 549-2330 thanks
out of the break. Now, we've talked about the idea of watts. The idea, you have to sort of take watts as widgets because to break it down into what an individual watt was right. made me glaze over like a jelly donut. Then don't do it to me. So what I was doing was attempting to figure out what speakers should go with what watts in order to, and I learned it's not just loudness, it's allowing the amplifier to realize all of its wattage without running into distortion or hurting the amplifier. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. Did you enjoy this process? I loved it. Really? As a matter of fact, I what I really want to do now is there are kits out there, and I didn't build this from a kit. I, I just put this together. But there are kits out there that will reproduce like a Vox AC30. Yeah. It is the to the specs, and it all comes in parts. And then you put it together, and you solder the pieces. That's, and you put it, that's it. You like to solder. That's, it, that's it, the whole thing. It probably is, but here's the terrible thing. Uh-huh. The kits are like five and $600. And the Wait. right and the actual amplifiers yeah. are a whole lot you know a whole lot less. Oh my gosh! And so I'm shaking my head. I why Who's why doing is this? this? I I don't know. Part of the reason I built guitars was because I couldn't afford the real things. Right. Yeah. I built a guitar for like 150 bucks, and the original was like 700. Yeah. That amplifier there, I built for I think 150 bucks. Right. And it probably should be a five or six hundred dollar amplifier. Oh my gosh. That's part of the gig with me. So this idea of building the kits, nah, nothing to it. So let's talk. Ohms. Let's do it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because speakers and amplifiers are always rated with not only watts, but ohms. Okay. The idea of resistance. Okay? Speakers are sold at, and don't yell at me because I know there's other ohms, but these are the big ones. Okay? 4, 8, and 16. So you can get a 20 watt at 4, a 20 watt at 8, and then I think it's got to be bigger for it to get up to 16. Okay. So the more ohms, the more resistance. If you can think about it this way, it's sort of the stronger, the more oomph it takes to make the thing move. So if you take heavy metal and mm -hmm. you're driving 300 watts into right. it, you're going to want more ohms, or you're going to pop it. So when we go to a concert... Uh-huh. What, what are you looking at? No, heavy metal concert. Yes. They've got more ohms in there. I Possibly. Don't, I don't know personally and what I read online. Yeah. If you're going to play very heavy music, the other ones, will, the, the higher ohms will give you a neater sound. Sweet. But, but look, beauty's in the ear of the beholder. True. Okay. Now here's the thing. Four, eight, 16. Mm -hmm. My amplifier, my little Joyo, is yeah. 20 watts at eight ohms. So uh, it's a kicker, huh? You just go ahead and buy something with eight ohms, right? Okay, yeah. maybe. All right, we gotta play a song, so let me reach down here and look Do at my list. Do something with of... some ohms. <laughs> they they all have ohms. Like sixteen ohms. I've mentioned the Vox AC15 and the Vox AC30 a whole yeah. bunch of times. Let's hear what it sounds like. This is the Edge. Here you go. It's U2 on Rock School.
through his uh, AC30 by Vox. It's it's the Beatles sound, if you will. If you like the Beatles, buy a Vox. You're not going to sound like the Beatles. You're going to sound like you through a Beatles amplifier. But still, that's the that's the sound of the British invasion. Love Some people it. love Vox amplifiers. I've never been a fan of them. I'm a Marshall guy. Ooh. I like the sound of the 1970s Ooh, invasion. There you go. Yeah, I'm just going to talk deep. I didn't mention this, and I know we're going to do seven days and 70 seconds here, but... Uh, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show, this idea of, I have 10 watts, I have 100 watts, I have 500 watts. You would think that by upping the watts and upping the watts and upping the watts, you must be doubling the loudness and doubling the loudness. Here's the thing. If you have 20 watts and you go to 30 watts, you would think that that jump from 20 to 30 would create so much more loudness. Mm -hmm. And you jump from 30 to 40, that would create so much more loudness. I'm only taking from one website here, so you probably can find somebody that will find something different, those of you who are checking my facts right now. But this website did a sound pressure test with 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50. Right. And the difference of jumping up 10 watts was only an additional 3 dB of volume. Really? That seems odd to me. That's not much. But still, Bill was 15 watts, I was 100, which means I was... 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. I should have had whatever that is, Uh like eight. eight. I should have had 24 more dB. I should have blown him out of the water. Yeah, for real, huh? But did not. Time for seven days and 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates. February 25th through March 3rd. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. February 25th, 1970. Ernie sings Rubber Ducky on Sesame Street. It was then released and made into a top 20 hit. It did. It went into the top 20. Yeah. February 26th, 1996. Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking lands at number one. And February 27th, 1971. Janis Joplin's album Pearl hits number one three years after her death. Yep. February 28, 1996, 22-year-old Alanis Morissette becomes the youngest artist to win a Grammy for Album of the Year, Jagged Little Pill. March 1, 1985, Ford licenses the Beatles' help for a commercial marking the first time one of their songs is used in a TV ad. March 2, 1984, This is Spinal Tap is released. They used big amplifiers. Yes, they did. March 3rd, 1995, R.E.M. drummer Bill Berry undergoes successful brain surgery after collapsing mm. during a concert in Switzerland. Now, the iconic sound of Led Zeppelin. Oh, yes. Look, it has to do with the microphone. It has to do with the room. It has to do with all these things. But guitarists want to know, what was the amplifier? What was it? Communication Breakdown, the song. Uh-huh. Such a beautiful little crunchy distortion and uh-huh. all that. That, my friends, is a Supro Thunderbolt amplifier. And if you buy one, you'll sound just like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll sound like you coming through a Supro <laughs> Thunderbolt. But this is what it sounds Sounds like when uh, Jimmy Page plays it on Rock School.
breakdown. Led Zeppelin here on Rock School. Let's continue on. We've talked watts. And if you only take away that you really need to double the watts so the amplifier, on the speakers I mean, right. so the amplifier can realize all of its watts, then you've done enough. Okay. Okay. But if you want to take away the fact that I bought a 75 to run a 20 through because they were on sale, beautiful. It also has to do with what the ohm rating is for both the amplifier and the speaker. Okay. And so what is yours? It'll say it right on it. This what does is, it say? It's 20 watts at eight ohms. Now, could I have... Eight. Eight. Right. It, it's either four, eight, or 16. Oh my gosh. I... You what, keep what, saying, "Oh my gosh, what, what do you think that means?" I think it means that you have a lot of sa- you have a lot of sound. Why do you need that much? No, ohms is resistance. Yeah, okay. But, okay, the eight is in of, the middle, right? Four, eight, amount, or what? Sixteen. The amount of punch, the amount of push, yeah. watts, watts, the strength, the amount of push to make that thing go. If I had taken and put a four mm-hmm. ohm. Uh, speaker in there. Yeah. Would the eight have run it? Would the 20 watts have run it? Sure. But I would be putting it at risk because they're not equal. Okay. Now, could I have just simply bought these amplifiers, pardon me, these speakers at eight ohms and just matched them? Of course. Does it max out at 16? Well, I'm sure it can it can go higher, but that's what the that's what the standards are. Okay. Two uh two uh pardon me four eight and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, I looked at so many different websites about can you equal the ohms? You got an eight ohm amplifier, just use an eight ohm speaker, and a lot of people, a lot of people believe that. Okay. But there was this series of YouTube videos. Uh oh. Back to the heavy metal thing. Yeah. Where what they did is they said, now look, we're going to run 8 ohms through an 8 ohm speaker. Right. And we're going to run it through a 16 ohm speaker. Okay. And here's the thing. You you think to yourself, well, why would you use a 16 ohm speaker? It's just yeah. harder to push. You've heard me say this a million times. Beauty is in the ear of the beholder. They played the riff in an 8 ohm, then they played it in a 16 ohm. How different was it? It sounded, and it may just be because there's more resistance, Mm -hmm. it sounded richer to me. It sounded more mid-tone, but the lower mid-tones, I thought it was a better sound. Right. It seemed to, it was farther away from the Vox, which tends to get tinny. Right. And closer to the Marshall, which is so much more warm. Yeah. The Vox to me sounds like loose strings. Does that make sense? uh, It's it's jingly jangly. Jingly jangly. Right. Very good. And those of you who are guitarists out there can very well listen to what I'm saying and go, you're full of crud. And that's what it's all about. Are you? Not to me. (laughs) Beauty is in the ear of my beholder. So I have an amplifier at... 20 watts, uh-huh. 8 ohms, but my speakers are 75 at 16 ohms. Seems like overkill. Yeah, but I think it sounds richer. Does that make sense? If you like it, it it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's exactly it. If you like if it, it makes a ton of sense. If you're satisfied and happy with it, it makes sense. a lot of sense. Who's listening to us? At least give me, it's a brand new affiliate. Give me the call letters. Okay, K-R-S-C. That's it. And they are out of... Oklahoma. Oh, yes, they are. No, no, no. Folks, you can't see this. She can't read my writing is what it comes down to. Roger State University in Claremore, Oklahoma. You could read that? No. Wow. I I remembered that. I'm a doctor. It sounds like a really rich place, doesn't it? I'm a doctor. I want to go there. My handwriting stinks. No one cares. Back in a minute here on Rock School. 
Hey there, Rock School listener. Let me give you a few nuts and bolts of the show. You want to get in touch with Tammy or me, or Todd for some reason? Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rockschool. You can get us on Facebook by searching Rock School Radio Show. You can get us on podcast over iTunes, so they send it right to your front door. Go to iTunes and search Rock School KSLU. There's other ways of getting there, but that's the easiest way. Rock School KSLU. Also, if you don't like listening to the podcast where the music is clipped, we're following BMI rules when we do that. If you'd like to hear it with all the music in place, go to the PRX network, prx.org. Once again, prx.org. You can't download the show, but you sure can stream it, and all the music is in place. Thanks for listening. Okay, coming out of the break, once again, 20 watts, 8 ohms. That's what's coming out of the amplifier. Now it's going into the speaker. Could I have just simply purchased 40 watts at 8 ohms and been done with it? Yeah. Yes, and wiring it to the amplifier is easy. Oh, yeah? Negative to negative, positive to positive. Oh, my. Four little touches of solder, and you're done. You didn't burn yourself. Oh, no, I'm good at that. Ooh. Now... That's it. That'll that'll work just fine. And it really will. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, my 100-watt amplifier yeah. only has one speaker. But because I can't leave well enough alone, I purchased two of the speakers, which really killed that whole on-sale thing. Oh, what? So, well, they, they were on sale, so I bought two of them. Don't look. Don't give Rather, me the puppy dog eyes now. I, I'm cute, though. You got to no, admit it. No, you're not. So I have two speakers in there. So the question is, how do you get you know, out of the amplifier to those two speakers. Well, look, you can wire them two different ways. You can either put them in series or you can put them in parallel. Okay, this is also very easy. Okay. Series means the output of the amplifier goes to the first speaker and then the first speaker feeds the second speaker. Okay. See how they're in series? Yep. Right? Yep, yep. Parallel right. means that the amplifier feeds both speakers Equally. At the same time? At the same time. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you're splitting the amplifier. So you're not sending equal amounts. Okay. And Cut you, it in half. Right. And uh-huh. it has something to do with the ohms, too, but it's a little more than I want to talk about here. Right. And there are people that will say to you that it doesn't matter. Just pick one and do it. To which I thought to myself, what do you mean it doesn't matter? It has to matter, or why would they concern themselves with both of them? So one afternoon, I hooked the guitar up, uh-huh. and I took these little alligator clips, oh dear. and I, without soldering, <gasps> and I hooked both of them up in series uh-huh. and played it and recorded it. And then I took all the wiring off, and I clicked it back up in parallel, and I played it. And I did that back and forth about eight times, okay? I like the one in series better. God, you are 16, aren't you? Now, did I hear a difference? Well, did you? I think I did. I think I did. You got it to prove to us? But a lot of, no, but a lot of people will say, nah, there's no difference in it. I heard a difference. I heard a difference. We got to play something. There's this tone that Eric Clapton had while he was playing with the John Mayle Blues Breakers. They called it the woman tone. Ooh. Really rich, really Ooh. pretty. How did he get it? He was playing through a Marshall JTM 45 combo. Once again, the Voxes tend to be a little tinny. 
I think the Marshalls are a little bit warmer. And so that's how he got the woman's tone. That and the fact that he's Eric Clapton. Yeah, he is. Here's Hideaway on Rockstar. Again, if you only take away from this little thing, A, that I build an amplifier, Uh and then B, it was my first shot at it, so I may not have everything perfectly on the nose. It works. But when I plug it in, it works. There's no buzz. It's correctly grounded. You've taken it to different places. Yeah, I've waltzed it around and played with it in concert. And here's... As because it didn't have anything to do with watts and ohms, uh-huh. I didn't talk about it. But I got one more break, so let me tell you another thing. A couple of things you should be interested in: the idea of the magnet in the back. A yeah. speaker works because of a magnet, okay. and the watts go into it, the electrical charge, and that disrupts the magnet, which pushes the speaker back and forth. Okay, you have a choice of either a ceramic or an Alenco magnet. Alenco. Alenco means aluminum, nickel, cobalt. Those three elements okay. make the magnet. I'm going to say this, and somebody's going to shake their head and go, "Oh God, where did you read that?" It's American versus European. American think Jensen's are are ceramic. Whereas Europeans are still Alenco. Okay. Which is better? <laughs> Beauty's in the ear of the beholder. I heard that ceramic speakers, I said heard, I read it online. Ceramic speakers can be a little more bitey. Yeah. Whereas the Alenco speakers can be a little bit more warm. So I purchased Alenco. I, I couldn't you get. Did. I did. I couldn't get Traitor. two speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Build the wall. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh-huh. You know, test them both. Okay. So I just chose for a Lenko. Wow. And furthermore, speakers are oftentimes rated for the instrument that's going to go through them. Mm-hmm. There are guitar speakers. There are PA speakers. There are keyboard speakers. And what I did was buy the largest frequency range I could. Whereas a guitar speaker focuses more on those real pretty mid-range frequencies, what they call the smile frequencies. It's what makes the guitar sound like the guitar, and yeah. that's really nice. Yeah, I bought the widest frequency I can. It's it's far more a keyboard or a vocal range speaker than it is a guitar speaker. I think by doing that, uh-huh. I think the acoustic sounds fuller. Yeah. I think it sounds bigger. I think it's allowing more highs, more lows to come out. Or I'm lying to myself and I'm trying to talk myself into the the idea that I did the correct thing. Or you're trying to get away with uh, building another one. 
Oh, I'm going to. <gasps> I'm going Stop to. Stop it. <laughs> once I can, You've got to get another job. Once I can get behind your back and buy another speaker. Oh, yeah, my gosh. What I want to do now is, is, is build a 50 or 100 water and see if I can make it even louder. Mm. Why not? That'll do it. Uh, hopefully this wasn't a little too goofy today. I'm Joe Burns. I'm the broke Tammy Burns. <laughs> well, I'm broke. You have your own job. We're done. That's it. Class is dismissed. Hey, man.